Stop! Sure you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry Welcome to Dirty Harry Minute, a new podcast that reviews every minute of the 1971 Warner Brothers classic Dirty Harry, starring Clint Eastwood and directed by Don Siegel. I am one of your three hosts, John, and I will be joined on this podcast series with Trent, Tim, and each week we will have a recurring guest. Our first guest is Ben. Welcome, Ben. Hi, thanks. Today we're going to start off reviewing the trailer for Dirty Harry. Um, what did you think about it, Tim? Uh, well, I suppose it's pretty um, uh, common for a 70s trailer. but Quite uh, long in length. Just long and uh, they just seem to sort of show a lot of scenes rather than m- moments, <laughs> which yeah. is the trend these nowadays um, going the other way. I Particularly suppose. there were some long office scenes that took a bit of time. To establish the character of Dirty Harry, um, I don't know. Did it look a bit B grade to you, Trent, or not? Um, no? I'm probably the worst person to ask. I love those trailers uh. where they have the bits of the whole scene, um, and most of that was taken up with the, uh, you know, the bank heist at, towards the beginning of the film. Yeah, I'd say ninety percent of that trailer was taken from the first ten to twelve minutes of the film. Yeah, it's very yeah, it's very top heavy, um, which is good. I, I don't know, it's. You obviously get the idea that yeah, you know, we've got this hard-nosed, hard-assed cop. Um, this, as the narrator kind of implies, and from the scene shown, but also, um, you know, you don't really learn a lot about what the plot's about. You do a little bit, but it could go anywhere. Yeah, and the narrator's got a quite soothing voice. I think they don't. He's not too. I find thick. him a bit creepy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it sounds like it might be the, um, the actor who plays the Zodiac killer in the in the film. So I was thinking it sounds like John Vernon who plays the mayor. <laughs> I just like the way he says Callahan at the end. It just sounds like it's maybe a horror inflection or something. Like some, I don't know, mm. Halloween. Is, is my memory uh, fading or um, have voiceovers sort of gone away from... Yeah, trailers? pretty much completely. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple. Uh, there's, I think, three guys that do it a lot now. Yeah, Even right. the Inner World. <laughs> yeah, Nick Tate. Oh. The, the Australian actor that right. does the Inner World. Oh. <laughs> This podcast is a Melbourne, Australia podcast. We are three thirty-something Melburnians, giving an Australian take on Dirty Harry. If you had seen this trailer back in middle of nineteen seventy-one, Trent, do you think you would have found it standing out? I don't know, competitive, a movie uh, you should check out. Like, what is this? Yeah, the, I mean, there's a couple of cool stunts in it that would have. Grabbed me, and there's you know, mm. some amazing shots at the start of uh, you know that begin the film of uh, Scorpio, i.e. the sniper killer, mm. and the music alone because it, it's mainly underpinned by the opening theme music rather than any other mm. music used in the film, which has got a real good, really good groove to it, a uh, really good Lalo Schifrin score, and uh, I believe Clint was sort of still on the rise at this point, wasn't he? So yeah. Maybe not the not maybe not the draw card um, when you 
at the time the trailer came out. But uh, yeah, well, he he'd come off um, where Eagles there, and um, obviously his first American movie after his Sergio Leone films Hang 'Em High was quite a blockbuster. At the time they started filming this movie in April '71, he had the famous life. Is it the Life magazine quote that Harry is the most popular actor alive? Sorry, Clint Eastwood is the most sexiest character alive, or something. Um, yeah. Well, my guess is at back then, I guess cop thrillers would have been pretty popular. So. Mm. Yeah, well, that's part of the reason um, Warner's that they'd suffered a, a big loss in you know a few years prior to this. They must have noticed the procedural, the, the cop films like Bullet and and uh, Madigan and. And so forth have done quite well. Whenever I hear Madigan, I think of that John Wayne ripoff, Dirty oh. Harry called oh, yeah. Brannigan. <laughs> he goes to Lo- is that when he goes to London or is that Brannigan's Mc- London and Mc- Mc- McHugh. McHugh is in Seattle, which coincidentally or not is where Dirty Harry was first set in the first yeah. draft. Um, he apparently <laughs> was never offered the role of Dirty Harry. That could be urban myth, but we'll do some more investigation into that. The trailer starts with some night shots um, on a rooftop of a camera looking down at a church and various places in the dark, and it made us all laugh when it was said, this is about a movie about a couple of killers. <laughs> I think they could have read through that one better. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's also because there's only, I think, maybe five scenes that they sort of focus on, it's, it's kind of curious that they one of the scenes is scene where it's one of the few scenes in the film where you get a bit of backstory on him and mm. oh, about his wife yeah, yeah. and yeah. It's the whole scene too and i wonder if that maybe is something to do with trying to maybe i don't know get women or something yeah, to, yeah to... a broader audience <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. time and it's a bit of a spoiler alert gives up that someone his partner chico is uh resigns yeah, in the hospital. Yeah. yeah it's like gives he's it quitting so in the pool scene, uh, the narrator says a homicidal maniac. I wonder what the the meaning of maniac was the same back then it was, as it was. Maniac was just someone violent or this new breed of killer that was killing without reason and was motiveless. I wonder if maniac maybe had a different meaning back then as it is, does now. I suppose it just probably hasn't really changed too much, maniac. Mm. I like how they've kept the font the same as oh, yes. what they use in the uh, opening credits. Yeah, there's nothing really about the um, Scorpio. No, in it. Yeah, this is it's very much Harry's him. trailer. Yeah, that's right. Even the dialogue, you turn him loose. Yeah, it just says murder cases and homicidal maniac. Doesn't really reveal how much of a a psycho this Scorpio really is. I wonder if they were setting up for a sequel already by this point. Um, <laughs> if they were happy enough with what they'd sort of shot. By the time they come came to do the trailer, if they uh, already knew it was going to be a franchise, yeah, they obviously would have known the. Um, do I feel lucky? I I bet they knew that was going to be a big scene, <laughs> or at least controversial. Yeah, I'm going to have to come to the check this minute out <clears throat> where because I don't remember him smirking quite as much um, in the actual shot that's in the film. No, yeah, he, def- he definitely like there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the same shot? Yeah, I'm pretty certain it is. Yeah, I just remember it differently. Or is it a case of them uh, just inserting the dialogue over another shot that wasn't used? Uh, you know, like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's definitely smirking in the film. Why do you think they have included such long stretches of dialogue? Is it just... I don't know, does it... The one with the mayor is to show that Harry's a bit of a new sarcastic 
character. Character that will say boo to a goose. I think you might be right about that sort of, like, by including, if you're going to call the movie Dirty Harry, you kind of have to have something in the trailer to show that, like... He's not such a dirty yeah, guy yeah, after it's, all. It's, like, you know, he's been hardened despite, like, you know, these are the things that have happened to I him. I really thought viewers would have a hard time with the name because in the movie, we'll see later on three times it's addressed what the meaning is. Is he a dirty perv? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, is he violent? But I suppose that he's really dirty because we don't find that in the trailer, but that he's prepared to uh, say to hell with due process. So, all in all, I think the trailer's quite effective. I would have trimmed some of those long passages. It's just interesting seeing the um, the difference in editing. Yeah. Yeah. These days. Yeah, you could have cut a good, like, sort of minute and a half off this. And, like, still be entertaining. In fact, those two long scenes, if you just took them out, it would just be one long action-packed yeah. trailer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the bank robbery, I don't know if it gives too much away. Oh, it's a good teaser. I suppose that's the nature of trailers. Even today, they spoil a lot of um, a lot of things. There's a good quote from the uh, the making of. We urge uh, listeners to look at the making of on the DVD and Blu-ray. It goes, "He had a gun, a big gun, and he was prepared to use it. He was operating beyond the law, and he wasn't afraid who got shot. He was wiping the scum from the streets without a rule book, and he was darkly funny with it." Darkly funny. Yeah. <laughs> I might have trans- transcribed that incorrectly. Um, John, what are uh, what are your favourite um, Clint films? Oh, without a doubt, this is in my top five movies of all time. So Dirty Harry is probably my favourite. Followed by Space Cowboys, Pink Cadillac. <laughs> or, um, Tightrope. Tightrope. Any which way but loose. Any which way but loose. <laughs> the Rookie. <laughs> I do like The Rookie. Dude. I enjoy watching it. But I think my uh, choices aren't aren't that different from other people. Uh, Josie Wales probably second. Um, then Tidrope actually, which could have been a good Dirty Harry movie. You should check that out. Mm. The Gauntlet. No, I, I really don't enjoy that. <laughs> I don't find it funny. Yeah, and Magnum Force Two, the sequel to this movie, is very good. Do you have a favorite movie, uh, Ben? Um, I don't know. It sounds wanky to say like Letters of Iwo Jima. But I think it's just, I don't know of another director who's done something as audacious as like, right. make something. I know he had to make, you know, Flags of Our Fathers to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought that was just, you know, for, a, a, I don't know, a man of his age at the time, he didn't need to like, you know, make that movie. Mm. Yet he fought hard to do so. And it's pretty bloody impressive. Um, I mean, it's not the uh, most enjoyable movie he made. Um but I think it's probably his most impressive. And Dirty Harry, you you a fan of the movie in whole? Yeah, in I mean whole? overall, it's um uh it's a a pretty good thriller. But I don't think it's my favorite of his movies. I think mm. maybe the Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Yeah. Uh, although that's really more what uh, Eli Wallach's movie than um yeah. than Eastwood's. Um, I think a lot of fans of the spaghetti westerns like the movies, despite Clint because of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, he really doesn't. So, but I mean, like. You know, his face is just so incredibly, like, charismatic that he, you know... Yeah, iconic. Uh, it, it's so watchable. That, um, so cool. And, like, yeah, so expressive. Pale Rider. Pale Rider. <laughs> Which, from memory, is a poor facsimile of Josie oh, Wales. That's crap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ooh. I've got a soft spot for In the Line of Fire. Yeah, that's great. That's really that's good. Oh, uh, no, Peterson. Wolfgang oh, Peterson. Right. Wolfgang. Yeah. But John Malkovich was uh, on top uh, four. A Perfect yeah. World. A Perfect World. Yeah, that's good. That was good. 
Uh, got slaughtered at the time, but... Um, Million Dollar Baby, that was good. Yeah, I don't yeah. really like boxing movies, but I like that. Escape from Alcatraz, that's pretty good. Don oh, yeah. Siegel yeah. did that again. Their last collaboration. Uh, and there was another one. Oh, well, Where Equals Dare is, is also pretty fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's it. I'm pretty pumped to begin a podcast reviewing every minute of this, Tim. Are you? Yeah, I think so. Can we do it? Are there any reservations over Clint talking to an empty <laughs> That's more your bug, that's bug pro- bear. Yeah, I know. That, 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 I think, is probably his greatest like, you know, artistic Fallacy. achievement. You know, just the, the one-man show he put on with a chair. That was just uh, outstanding. Um, I forgot to mention that we're recording not far away from the town of Faraday. Have you been there, Ben? No. Faraday? No. It's the site of the copycat um, Dirty Harry a t- kidnapping attempt in the 70s where two assailants, one called Eastwood, attempted to kidnap some school children at the Faraday Primary School in uh, a copycat attempt at the Dirty Harry. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. About 1977. One of them got out of prison. And he did it again. <laughs> he did it twice. Kylie Minogue style. Do, do you think he spent the entire time thinking, all right, I know where I went wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I just had another chance, <laughs> I'd get it right this time. It's a very interesting story. And t- Trent, I think you said they remade it into a movie. Yeah, they made it. Uh, they fictionalized it to hell. It was a, bo- a book and then they fictionalized it into a movie starring Rachel Ward, Fortress. And um, Is that readily available? I want to check it out. Yeah, I... Th- oh. I think you can get an import DVD because it, it was an HBO co-production. So you can get a DVD from the US, but not in Australia. Mm. The, the Astor Plater. There's two versions of it, actually. There's one, uh, coincidentally, the American one has a more gory and disturbing ending. Mm. And the Australian one is the more sort of sedate. It's which unusual. Is very unusual. I've, I've only seen the American ending, which mm. is pretty grim. That's, yeah. In uh, real life, the events, I think, were quite satisfactorily resolved yeah. and the kid yeah, went to jail. I, I don't think there are any injuries or anything like that. But um, I think there was some interesting backstory about the education minister being in a station wagon with the money under, yeah, the, under the a tuck hall and with a shotgun or something. That's right. It was yeah. um, so it occurred October 72, so six months after Dirty Harry came out here in Australia. And, yeah, one of them was Eastwood. And they demanded a $1 million ransom. Uh, yeah, and that's right. The the education minister had the bad packed and all ready to go, and I think they apprehended them in time. Oh, Australia! You've done it again. A million bucks back in nineteen seventy. Whatever. Oh, let's yeah, well, do the inflation on that. Yeah. Inflation. <laughs> yeah, he 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 got out four years later, Mister Eastwood. Yeah, Mister Eastwood, <laughs> and kidnapped a teacher and nine pupils from the Wolverine State School in Gippsland. Ooh. Uh, he demanded a ransom of US seven million guns, a hundred kilos of heroin and cocaine, <laughs> and the release yeah, and the release of seventeen inmates from Pentridge Prison, which was an iconic Melbourne prison. One of the hostages escaped and notified police. Eastwood fled with the remaining blah 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 blah. But uh, yeah, it doesn't look like anyone was injured, thankfully. Oh, that's audacious! A kilo of heroin, a kilo of cocaine. Yeah, he was officially released in '93. After choosing to decline parole offered in '91, he now works as a truck driver. <gasps> <laughs> well, I think that wraps up our quick cursory review of the Dirty Harry trailer. We hope to update episodes twice weekly. Please keep a look at this feed. Um, our respects to the other movies by minute series and Star Wars minute. Um. 
Tim, Trent, we're in it for the long haul. Will you join me I'll be in there. the next 98 minutes? Yep. yep. And Ben, hopefully we can entice you to review future minutes sometime yeah, in the yeah. future. No, I'll come down and hopefully do a few more. Yep, do a bit of, maybe you can do some more recon on Faraday. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> if you have any suggestions for anything you'd like to uh, see discussed or uh, talked about, or if you have any insight or opinions, please email us at dirtyharryminute.com. Um, please follow the show notes. You've been joining us. Thank you. I'm John. Tim. Trent. And Ben. On Dirty Harry Minute. Well, that's it from us. We'll catch you next time at the movies.